1: hello or shall i say you (laughs) who that song is addictive i I like that song it is and i I realized
0: every movie like this has a scene like that where they're like walking slowly down the hallway
1: it's okay now i don't seem to remember that until this movie did this movie invent that? Cuz I don't remember well, it really. I don't. The craft kind of does it. Oh, that that's right with the whole uh, she's yeah. not like you. Yeah, I
0: remember. Yeah. Yeah, that that's but, right. Yeah. But yeah, these two I think it, it was a very 90s thing, I guess. Uh, mhm. Yeah. I can't think of anything else that did that beforehand.
1: <laughs> I can't either. I mean, I'm sure there's something. So, listeners, let us know if we're just being stupid. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, it is uh, the second episode, I guess, in our Queer Camp Cinema series. Yeah, these are bonus episodes that we record about once a month or basically whenever the hell we feel like it. We'll probably continue doing like dark comedies, but who knows? Maybe we'll switch it up sometime and do something else. Anything is game. Anything that could be construed as camp, which is a lot of shit.
1: There, there's a lot more than, than you would think, you know. That's there's a lot yeah. of stuff out there that for whatever reason can just fall into that camp camp. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 it's just it just kinda needs like one or two elements that's just that, that, that kind of just speaks to the gaze, I would say. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> mm-hmm. It has to speak to the gaze. It has to speak to us. It has to whisper <laughs> in our ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just speak. Say some sweet nothings, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You're gonna love us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, so the the gem we are covering today, and it is quite a little gem, is Geobreaker from 1999, the nineties, the twentieth century.
1: Oh, this was right before Y2K just ruined everything. I
0: know. So much. I I think our first episode, yeah. um, Drop Dead Gorgeous was also from late it, 90s oh, from it 1999
1: was. yeah once again 99 great year for film i don't know what was in the water but it was some good
0: some good stuff it was wonderful yeah i would say in our lifetime anyway probably um the best year at least from, i i can't think of a um a I'm,
1: better year. Yeah. I'm gonna step out on that ledge and agree because yeah. i think of all the stuff that came out and i'm like just about everything that came out this year is stuff that I've watched, like, hundreds of times. So that's got to yeah. say something, right? I mean, that's it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, some there was something there. I don't know if people were just... Yeah. Uh, thought yeah thought the world was going to end so they yeah. just pumped out the best thing they yeah. could you know, come up with <laughs> so, what? It's know. like,
1: well we we could make all these like really bad superhero films but if the world's ending we might as well get our best stuff out there so let's green light exactly. all the good scripts for once <laughs> it's like yeah. maybe that'll happen during corona like once they start back into production they'll be like well maybe we should make the good stuff this time in case the world comes to an end you know maybe I don't
0: know I am so curious to see, yeah, what we get out of this era. I, yeah. I just, I have no idea. Like anything, I don't is possible. Yeah.
1: I have so no possibly. idea. I just hope it's not a whole lot of like Corona zombies take Manhattan. I'm like, you don't know. do that, please.
0: Uh, let's see. So yeah, uh, also this film, uh, Jawbreaker, um, just hit Shutter this week. So that's exciting. So if you're having mm-hmm. trouble finding it, go check it out on Shudder. We were not yep. paid by <laughs> Shudder to promote, yeah, but we do. Uh approve of the service in general. We wish we were, because that would be awesome. Yeah. It's a it's a good service.
1: If you'd like to pay us, we will talk about whatever you want us
0: to talk about. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Gladly. Fifty
0: dollars, please. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that's all that's all we need. <laughs> Venmo us now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> because we'll some talk some good up whatever. <laughs> yeah, There's they, some, they have some, good some good stuff shit on, there. on there. Yeah, So it, it, mm-hmm. it, I wouldn't feel like it would be a moral issue because I do support them anyway.
0: And I love that they're starting to embrace like some dark comedies like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nice to see those starting to pop up because, yeah, I think these movies do have a place, um, especially in the queer horror community because they are queer fronted and they have some elements of horror and it's nice to see them kind of being um at least adopted as sort of a um yeah within the umbrella of the giant horror uh community right it's right huge thing huge thing um
1: but it's not scary kevin I know it's not know. a scary movie. This movie didn't scare me, so it can't be horror. <laughs> There's nothing horror about it. <laughs> uh, it's
0: like look, look below the surface. I mean, look at the, the actresses in this movie, like all of them, have been horror legends to some degree. I mean, they you have got bar uh, cred. Yeah, I mean Rose McGowan, scream on. and
1: charmed
0: and uh, terror, uh, planet terror. Yeah, yeah. phantoms. The, um, <laughs> oh,
1: phantoms, man, that's. A- blasting it into the past wow yeah oh boy uh, um there's Rebecca Gayhart of course oh the champion of urban legend come on Mm -hmm. the best part of that movie that is a performance I'm sorry she deserved an Oscar I'm that is the best performance in a teen slasher film that I've seen (laughs) in my entire life it's so
0: good (laughs) it is kind of crazy she went from that to this one like we're totally so different yeah uh, yeah. talk
1: talk about range. I mean, who knew? Yeah. Oh,
0: look at that. She's not just the Noxema girl. Yeah, she's not <laughs> Or the <laughs> girl from Beverly Hills nine oh two and oh for like I don't know, she, she had a recurring arc or something out there. Oh right, yeah. And then there's Julie Benz, who hmm. I love and I wish she got more to do in this movie. I, I um,
1: know. Well, And she was um, on Dexter, which is kind of horror-adjacent. She was right? on Dexter, yeah. yes.
0: And she um she's in Buffy and Angel. She has some really good acting moments in that. And I guess she was on Roswell for a bit and I think Desperate Housewives for a little bit.
1: Oh, oh um, I remember that. Yeah, that's right. Wasn't she like a
0: stripper or something? She I don't remember. Was, but... She,
1: like, was Dana Delaney's, like, lesbian stripper lover or yeah, something. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of after the show kind of... Took a bit of a nosedive, but I was yeah, clear, yeah. clearly still watching at the time. So <laughs> oh, right, yeah, that show, man. <laughs> yeah, I I just like rewatched After- the pilot this week, and I was like, oh god, that was good
0: stuff. I've been thinking about doing a rewatch of it, but I don't think I would get past the first couple seasons because that's uh, kind of when it start going downhill. I stopped. I think it was season five.
1: It, it was when Edie died, and I was like, this show doesn't feel right anymore and i just yeah. stopped and i don't know how many other s- seasons there were but i haven't seen them
0: i think there were eight and i watched oh, them God. but i could not tell you anything that, that happened this oh, past, like season five. Oh no uh it just it yeah uh, just kind of went all over the place i liked season three if i remember right that was the one with Kyle too. mclaughlin or, no, yeah uh, yeah and uh
1: laurie metcalf was in on
0: the yes that one, right and who played it yeah, who played his mother? It was um from Designing Women. Isn't that Dixie Carter? I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that that's
0: right. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. So that yeah. That, that was a good a fun one. Moments, but yeah. yeah. And um yeah, those are the the main uh girls anyway. And then I guess Charlotte ayana played liz but which is an un a non-spoking non i can't talk non-speaking role
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she, <laughs> she was also in one of my favorites the rage carry 2.
0: Oh, who did you play in that
1: also from this year coincidence i think not um <laughs> uh she played uh, i think her name was tracy she was like the sort of chris hargenson of that where she was like the the sort of spoiled rich bitch that was trying to make life miserable for the heroine, you know nice yeah, i haven't seen that in
0: forever that. maybe we will cover oh, that at some point <laughs>
1: please because i am obsessed with that movie and i have been since it was first out i don't know why i you yeah. know yeah. we all have our little uh guilty pleasures but i feel no guilt so
0: no it has some nice
1: <laughs> moments and uh yeah,
0: yeah we'll, we'll find a time
1: yeah and we'll uh, do uh,
0: Carrie Month. We'll just do all the Carrie movies. All the Carries. I would not hate that. <laughs> Carrie the Musical. And yeah.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, oh yeah, last but not least, uh, you know, Judy Judy fucking Greer. Oh, Judy. Judy, Judy. This is yeah. I think this is where I first fell for Judy Greer, I think. This is one of her best roles, I think. Because mm-hmm. uh, directors seem to not really know what to do with her. She is constantly yeah. misused in movies.
1: Does Hollywood really know... Like, do they know what to do with a woman who's actually funny? I mean, they just—they've never true. known
0: what to do with them. Yeah, very true. Um, she was in The Village and uh, the Carrie remake, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was the gym teacher in that. Yeah, Um adaptation. Cursed, where she's delightful. Oh. I mean, that. Oh yeah, I forgot about. How did I forget about cursed? Yes, that's like her best <laughs> her best role. Let's be honest. She
1: is to Cursed what Rebecca Gayhart was to Urban Legend. Like she comes in at That's the so end true. and just hammers it home and just makes you leave with a s- smile on your face.
0: Steals the show, turns into a CGI werewolf, flips off the audience. It's amazing.
1: <laughs>
0: it's so good.
1: And of course, she was in Halloween 2018.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. She uh, was in Arrested Development <gasps> as Kitty Sanchez, Oh,
1: Eyes Up Here, Michael. Eyes Up Here. I love that. So <laughs> That's funny. a great role. Spring Break. Woo! <laughs> yeah. I
0: love her in that. Oh, she's so funny. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Jawbreaker, you know, was not a big hit when it opened in theaters. No. Uh, but, you know, has obviously developed a big cult following over the years, particularly among women and the queers. I think
1: it only played at one
0: theater in
1: my hometown for about a week. It was a lot like Drop Dead Gorgeous that way where it just didn't play. And I didn't even get a chance to see it until it was on tape.
0: Yeah, same, same.
1: I feel like dark comedy is something that a lot of straight people don't always seem to get. I don't know why. I think it's just like they're like, oh, this is too mean. Like you can't make fun of death. That's like so inappropriate. Like there's like – just just what i've encountered in my life because i tend to sort of dabble in a lot of dark comedy and i'm always surprised (laughs) by people that are like i didn't think it was funny because it was just i mean that subject is just not funny and everyone's a terrible person and i can't laugh at people who are terrible i just want them to die and jawbreaker really has no one who's really likable in the traditional sense right so i think that turns a lot of people off because everyone's a little bit if not like truly psychotic like they're on the threshold of like what is considered to be like morally upstanding and you know so people don't always seem to do very well with morally ambiguous characters
0: yeah that's fair um. W- although they have they seem to have less of a problem when it's men like uh yeah, you know, in breaking bad or yeah. dexter or exactly. it's like they have no issue with those characters but when it's women who are more yeah. like yeah
1: what's yeah, with that i find that really and, weird yeah. it's so bizarre
0: mm-hmm. and this film you know we were talking before we started recording clearly shares a ton of dna with you know heathers and mean girls and clueless a little bit and carrie and the craft like there's a whole like subgenre of this kind of um female driven uh you know friendships gone bad kind of catty yeah Yeah, film and it's something that i've you know had a little bit of a complicated relationship with as, as i get older and i'm like does this promote this behavior or does it you know just show that teen girls can be like this and that's what i choose to lean more into i get the argument that some people make that it's like okay it's it's showing just girls on girls you know, uh, <laughs> that sounds like something yeah, completely um, different. Um, but uh, did girls we, versus girls—we watched the
1: same movie because I don't remember <laughs> yeah. any of that. I mean, there's yeah. some implications in,
0: in here, but I yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, on the one hand, yeah, it's girls being bitches to one another. But on the other hand, like, that does happen in real life. It's not like we're showing something that never happens, you know? Yeah, that
1: know. that's what I've never really understood. Because, I mean, you know, I went to high school and middle school especially. And I remember seeing this kind of behavior all the time. Yeah. I I like to think that people get better and it evolve as they grow up. And, and I think these these films just kind of show you how immature we actually are in high school and how it's just like we don't really know what we're doing but everything is like the end of the world who you take to prom what you wear how much money your parents make like all this stupid Mm -hmm. stuff that really counts for nothing who you play in a school musical yeah (laughs) yeah yeah which by the way okay look in this movie there's a there's a scene where fern or shall i say violet signs Mm -hmm. up to be in the spring musical or play. And it seems like they've already cast the lead because his face is on the poster on the sign-up sheet. And, and I'm like, that is very unethical. That is strange. And I never thought about it until And the poster not say what
0: she- It doesn't. It doesn't even say what show they're doing. It's just like school play. Like okay,
1: yeah, (laughs) yeah. Come sign up for school play.
0: (laughs) My favorite of the the Broadway series from nineteen (laughs) ninety nine. School
1: play. His face is already on the poster. Like even in like High School Musical, Sharpay had to audition. I mean, she wasn't just given the role. You know.
0: I'm gonna take your word for it because I've never sat through (laughs) High School Musical, but (laughs) oh.
1: Okay, well, I've got something for the camp series. <laughs> the oh whole trilogy. I draw. I draw lines somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I, and see, I was really concerned when I first started this last night because I was like, "What if quarantine makes me hate this movie? Like, what?" Because mm-hmm. things have been happening where my op- opinions keep changing on things throughout yeah. the quarantine, and I'm like, "If I end up hating this movie, I'm going to be so mad." Mm-hmm. And thankfully, I didn't, so yay.
0: I didn't either uh, because I appreciate seeing, you know, strong, you know, I mean, I hate that term, strong women, but, you know, uh, um, complicated women. You know, women who are, uh, you know, not fully one thing and are right. able to do some different things. And, um, yeah, Courtney's a horrible person, but even she has, a, like, a little bit of layering and um, mm-hmm. definitely – uh, some of the other characters, like Rebecca um, oh, yeah, has a nice little arc, and um, I like Fern, too. Uh, I love Fern. I love She's Fern great. So much. <laughs> I like her a lot more than Lindsay Lohan's character in Mean Girls. Yeah, I mean, Katie in Mean Girls is just kind of
1: like, she's pretty much just like a cypher. She doesn't really do that much. Like, she's basically no. doing the work for Janice, really, throughout the whole film. She's exactly. kind of like a puppet yeah. really. She doesn't have much personality of her own yeah
0: it's yeah it's true she's okay yeah a- <laughs> she's, she's, she's all right she's, yeah, uh, she's fine <laughs> heathers and the craft you know were both written by men and so was jawbreaker so I, I i can get the argument that like you know it's a little weird you know seeing men writing these women films that said uh, mean Girls, you know, written by Tina Fey, and that mm-hmm. film is plenty catty. And yeah, yeah. same with even Clueless is, you know, has moments of um, kind of girls being catty to each other. Not, not as much, but it's, it's still there with, between yeah. um, Brittany Murphy and Alicia Silverstone's characters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't think you can make the argument that, like, you know, it's only men that are writing, you know, this stuff. So
1: Every now and then, a male writer comes along and they understand women and it's surprising it's very surprising because it is very rare and yeah. in this case i i think
0: i think it works yeah i agree and um this movie definitely has some moments that are particular like in particular catered to gay men it feels like oh, yeah. uh yeah, yeah. with just, i mean just the over the top fashion and mm-hmm. that scene that we'll get to where she's like making him lick the you know <laughs> obstacle and uh yeah <laughs> uh it's like there are moments in here that I think are more geared toward gay men than even women, but yeah. I think there is still plenty in here that is catered to women and women relationships. And I, I do think Darren Stein, um, have you listened to him talk and you know, before is someone who you know obviously care, cares about you know, uh, women's rights. And, um, yeah, it's, it's like you said, like dark comedies are just a complicated thing, and um if you read them at face value, a lot of times they can be really problematic, but yeah. if you're willing to like acknowledge that, like it's it's heightened and a lot of this stuff actually does happen in real life and it's not making things up in a lot of cases. Right. Um, because otherwise you're just kind of denying reality and um, yeah, you know, I, those people like you they say. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, I think dark comedies and s- satires for some reason, are always like the the, the most polarizing films, and I'm I'm not sure why. It just – it kind of seems like some people just don't get the humor in them or they just don't think they're funny or like it's just – I really don't know why, but it's like every dark comedy from this to Drop Dead Gorgeous, uh, Death Becomes Her. I've heard constantly like it's just a bunch of really unlikable – people just being mean and spiteful. I think that's just bad be- behavior and you're rewarding bad behavior. I'm not going to laugh at that. I'm like, what? huh? Like, it's like, typically the people that are behaving b- badly are punished in some way at the end. Like it, it doesn't actually advocate for the behavior. Like I, that's what I don't get. It's like people can behave badly in a story and that doesn't mean that the writer, is advocating for the character like they're not exactly. like this is the way yeah. to live like it's not like that yep. i've never understood
0: that yeah yeah courtney definitely gets her come up and set the end of this she and, does. and like you said before like you know with these quote-unquote problematic things it's like without conflict you have no story and it's no. not interesting yeah, you know, like, what
1: do they want this to be? Like, e- everybody just going to the cafeteria and eating lunch together, maybe bursting out in a musical number or two. Like, what do you want from this movie? <laughs> like, what yeah. your idea of a non-problematic film? You know, like, that's what I want to ask these people.
0: No, yeah, and, and we talked about this before it's like it, it it's on both sides too you know it's yeah, on the, it really the far is. right and the far left and it's yeah. like yeah i just i i just find extremism on either side in in, in any situation uh I mean, to cause more problems than not you know it it's does it's horrifying. like the over the policing of everything and it's yeah just, we don't need it like yeah just calm down
1: <laughs> because like see i think the far right would hate this because all of the girls are dressed so immodestly they just look yeah. like tarts and you know they are sex Oh, and that one scene with that Marilyn Manson on the bed—that mm-hmm. was uncalled for. That popsicle scene mm-hmm. was uncalled for too. Just a trashy. <laughs> girls do not need to behave like like that in a Christian society. And then on the far left,
0: you you would have, why are the girls so mean to one another? Oh my god, like this is such a, a third wave feminism film, and we're yeah. still past that as yeah. a society. You know, it's yeah. and they have not clearly uh you know uh, uh, i don't know like marked what their sexuality is and i i feel i i need to put them in a box or else i can't label them and i'm all about my labels it's like is fern actually a lesbian or what like you need to tell me yeah yeah it's offensive if you don't tell me what they are right off the bat
1: like are you scared of alienating all the like all the all the far right people in the audience is that what you're scared of it's like calm yeah. down, like you don't need everything spelled out, it doesn't need to be a big pr- production I know. I, yeah,
0: yeah, oh yeah, it's it's a thing, you know I mean i I mean I skew towards the liberal side of things, and I know you do as well, but Same here. it's still, yeah. like you can go too far in yeah. you know either direction, it's just exactly. yeah, it's a fucking movie, folks like, I know it's a, it's not going <laughs> right. to hurt you,
1: trust me, yeah. no one's life yeah. has ever been ruined by a movie, it has never yeah. happened look it up never like never. it's never, never gonna happen <laughs> people live it's like I see. Yeah. that's what I, I don't get like if if someone were to behave like Courtney in real life yes by all means call them out call them a piece of shit because they would be but in a movie you know like what are you gonna do like that you you can't just be like I'm turning this off because she's mean like what, what? <laughs> yeah it's like what is wrong with you <laughs>
0: And if you do, then how do you deal with that in real life? Do you just – exactly? You no, know, I, I don't get it. It's 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 like there there are there are uh, children in cages, folks. Like I, yeah. I, there are bigger problems in the world than exactly. I, I Let's just, uh, fight I the it. real I in, enemy here.
1: Like it's it, trust yeah. me, it's it's not a movie. <laughs> it's yeah, it's people not like a movie. It's not ugh. yes, yes, Lord, Lord, ugh. Lord. Ugh. People get well that was our up. job record conversation folks. But... yeah we just got political
0: <laughs> oh man okay yeah i mean it's 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 the beginning of the movie right uh we mm. met the flawless four i don't know Good. what they're called they're just they're just the girls in this one they don't really have a name i guess but courtney, courtney and her and I guess, bitches yeah. i don't know yeah, don't... yeah.
1: <laughs> that sounds like something <laughs> she would say the bitches <laughs> yeah Ooh, yeah i like that
0: oh that'd be fun all of y'all know them. They're the beautiful ones. Everyone wanted to be them. You know, they totally ruled the school. They were, you know, whatever the Courtneys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Courtney's, there's or Courtney who is uh, a <laughs> Satan in heels. I love that. And uh, Marcy Fox, also Foxy. known as Foxy, <laughs> Foxy. Uh, Julie, who was doomed to be popular because of her that face, right? That's true. Yeah, we all know her. Yeah, and then Liz Purr. You know, she's she's special. Everybody loved her. She was sweet. She was like the princess die of Reagan High. <laughs> and that pissed Courtney off. Boy, did it. Because then we cut to Courtney, Marcy, and Julie shoving a jawbreaker down Liz's throat and then duct taping her mouth and then putting her in the trunk of a car. You know, typical girly stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. Instead of like. <laughs> Where does this character. take place? I don't remember. Is this? I don't know if they specifically say it. what. What I do like about okay. this, though, is that it has a kind of a timeless vibe because it doesn't really feel like the '90s in a way. I, I it doesn't really, it, it it doesn't feel as '90s to me as like Never Been Kissed kind of did, which came out the same year. Like it, this feels a little more timeless.
0: No, yeah, and the fashion is very. Um almost like Andy Warhol vibes. I, don't, yeah, I was reading yeah. that uh, um, the costume designer was Vicki Barrett and she drew from like the 1980s and the 1950s. And um, then she threw in some like fetishistic, fetishistic, I can't say the word fetishistic <laughs> elements, like Lycra skirts and like uh, bright candy cane colors. And I guess the idea was to like evoke like a jawbreaker, um, which oh, that's I-, I can kind of see. I like that. And we talked about that with Drop Dead Gorgeous. Like, I think that's why they can get away with some of this stuff because it's so over the top yeah. and heightened that, like, you're you're never going to mistake this for reality. Even though there mm. are moments that are drawn from reality, like, this is not <laughs> real life. It's no. it's a fantasy, you know? Yeah. I mean, just the whole setup, right? Like, nobody yeah. would do this. Like, you would never shove a jawbreaker down somebody's, you know, into somebody's mouth, and it would never get stuck like that, where it looks <laughs> like a giant Adam's apple. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> That is
1: such a, like, it's like such a grotesque image, but it's also so funny. It's just like, it's just, yeah. It's like, what am I supposed to feel right here? It's just, (laughs) it's so gross.
0: It's so nasty, but like so funny. Yeah. It's like a a fairy tale image. It's just, it's
1: so weird. It's so weird. I think it's just the fact that it's a jawbreaker. I think that's what makes it goofy enough to where it's not just like disturbing. It's just, the
0: fact is this yeah. big jawbreaker
1: that's in her throat
0: God. because yeah when they open the trunk they find her and yeah that jawbreaker is just popping out of her throat and yeah. uh Surprised they got that, that line where it's like not go well no i'm just shocker they right? yeah <laughs> and they're like uh one is for witch, two is for bitch pop pop it marcy there we go yeah He uh,
1: gagged her with a jawbreaker Yes. like me with a
0: spoon. Yeah. yeah.
1: Why did that not take off? That would be great. Just I don't ga- know. gag me with a jawbreaker. Well, Come on gag me with a jawbreaker, Marcy. Yeah. That should have been like the tagline of the film. We're gonna bring it back
0: and make it happen. We're gonna bring it back. Oh,
1: gag me with a jawbreaker. Yeah.
0: Oh. And the prank is kind of like sorority row esque. Like, what was your <laughs> game plan here, folks? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's like
1: I feel like if you just taped her mouth shut, it would have been fine. I mean, yeah. she was already tied up; like she didn't need the extra thing in there. Like that's, yeah, that's how we kind of know Courtney might have a bit of a darker side because <laughs> that's true. That's true. I don't true. think I feel like she almost planned it herself. I really do think she. I, I there's lie. an
0: argument to be made there that yeah. it was, um, planned, but yeah. I feel like she has it in. I don't know. Him. Yeah, I don't know. We'll get our forensic department on it once it gets up and going. And uh, hey, check it out, Heidi,
1: come over here. Let's get.
0: <laughs> yeah, Heidi, go figure out what's going on here.
1: According to my statistics, I can see with the...
0: <laughs> I got the big scoop, boss. <laughs> What does kind of date this movie a little bit is the soundtrack. There's a lot of like '90s chick rock. It's like Veruca Salt and Letters oh, I'm to Clio, so and the go so Do- into it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I had and the, the Donnas soundtrack. at the end, and it's, it's nice. So yeah.
1: Oh, it's, it's such nice. a great, it's a great soundtrack.
0: I love it so much. Courtney calls in sick for Liz, pretending to be Liz's mom because she she has a good mom voice, I guess. Apparently, I mean. It- it was all right. Like I give it like a six out of ten. I don't know. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> she's not going to get the Emmy, right? But no. uh, but Marcy's really impressed. She's like, "Oh my God, Courtney, you're so good at that." It's <laughs> like, come uh, on, Marcy.
1: Marcy's not the um, sharpest tool in, in the shed. She's a little dumb. No, she's not.
0: She's a she's a yeah. Uh, Courtney has that great. That great quote where she's like, you know, reality check, Liz is in the trunk of this car and she is dead. That is sad. No, that is a sad, fucked up thing. But you will walk into that school and strut your shit down the hallway like everything is peachy Peachy fucking keen. Ah. Peachy fucking keen. She says that like four times.
1: It also should be the tagline of the movie. Just peachy fucking keen. It should be. Why not? This movie is
0: peachy fucking keen. (laughs)
1: Ah. Uh, And then cue the slow motion walk down the hallway. Cue that slow motion yep mm-hmm. by Im- imperial teen i believe they're they're yep. they're called you another great
0: i think there's a music video they did for it it's oh, nice it's such a great song it
1: is. Like, I I don't know yeah. what it's actually about, because I can't really tell what they're saying in the song, but I like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, most of the grungy stuff from this era, it's like, are there words? I, I can't really tell, yeah. but... Uh, I think the most yeah. I could decipher was,
1: smells like methane, and that's it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's all you really need, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and it's like, back to
1: beatnik? I don't know. I Like, what? Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs>
0: And Mean Girls kind of parodies that scene because they're walking and then she like walks right into the, she goes, trash, can. Uh, <laughs> the trash can. yeah. <laughs> well, played, T-Fa. Oh, well played. Yeah, but there's a long legacy of this uh, girls walking slowly down hallways. Yeah, I'm sorry.
1: That is feminism, not a woman with a, <laughs> sho- a shotgun and a tank top. It is women <laughs> slow-mo walking. So you can really take, take in their essence, you know?
0: Yeah. That's what Halloween 2018 was
1: missing, right? If it had that, I, I might be a fan. I might just... It, I might be. I might be. Laurie, like, slowly walking out of, like, the burning <laughs> house in slow-mo. I'd
0: be like, yeah, bitch, yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Got yeah. it. <laughs> what, what's that song that played in Sorority Row at the end? It was like... Uh, don't touch me, just me. Don't you touch
1: it, me. This isn't like
0: <laughs> Some, like, Pussycats doll song that like suddenly turns into like a disco remix hush (laughs) hush hush hush.
1: oh it could have Uh, been that uh what what was that what was that song that she would sing the i wish i had you all alone it could be like a like a remix of that i would like that yeah that'd be good take notes for halloween ends it's too late for kills Mm but well maybe Mm -hmm. you can always have a reshoot if you are really feeling froggy you know but yeah keep it in mind for how you it know, that's how I want it to end
0: her walking. That's what I want. Slow-mo walking over Michael Myers, face in stilettos. That's what I yeah. want. <laughs> oh, Oh, please. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if they rebooted jawbreaker at some point. Does it need a reboot? No, but not. it could happen. Um, they did do that, that gay version, the, um, GBF. Oh yeah. Um, yeah that? that was a fun movie. It was, it was cute. I, I, yeah. Um, I enjoyed also it. Also Darren's time. Yeah. yeah. I also thought Darren. Really, really cute. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, they did the Heather's TV series and apparently- I watched one
0: episode and I couldn't do it.
1: I just I, couldn't do it. I, I did the same thing. I thought, okay, this goes against everything that the original film was about, so I uh, probably shouldn't con- continue, Um, but then I yeah. was told it actually got good like around like episode like three or four, and I'm like, I, maybe I should continue, but I'm like, life's too short. And, uh, just, like, uh, so back to the movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sorry. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so we had a little um, segue there. Um, we never do that, right? No, never. We're so on topic. <laughs> we have to introduce, of course, Miss Sherwood. Oh, the marvelous Carol Kane, who makes every mm-hmm. film better just by her presence. I'm pretty sure we've talked about Carol Kane in, like, the past, like, four episodes, and it's, it's wonderful. We? She's great. I,
1: we probably should. I mean, yeah, you know, Carol Kane deserves all the props
0: that she because gets. Because... I mean. We of course brought her up during um, when a stranger calls, and I think mm-hmm. we brought her up when we were talking. Um, uh, yeah, because you had seen Office Killer
1: recently, right? Office and Killer, that's that's yes, recommended it, recommended it, we talked about her there. Yeah. yeah, and I maybe yeah. yeah. talked about her again. I I I mean, we should have.
0: Is this her character from when a stranger calls? Is this like where she ended up? I don't know. I'd be
1: fine with that. I always thought she was kind of like a fern back back in the day. <gasps> and that's why she's Ooh, yeah. with her because there's that great part where um Courtney has forgotten to p- pick up the ho- homework for Liz and she meets Miss Sherwood as she's leaving and she's like oh I gave it to Fern and she's like um and she corrects Courtney and she's like I think we could all learn something from the fern mayos of this world couldn't we and she goes into this thing yeah. where it's like I think she was a fern she's she was a fern and she feels bad that Fern is not getting the attention she deserves.
0: That's a good theory. I approve of that. And she has that. She has that great line at the beginning too, where she's like, "Hello, girls, having a smoke, a toke, some dope." <laughs> she knows all the hip terms, right? <laughs> she knows how to get jiggy with it because it was nineteen ninety nine. God, she's so oh great. god! She's so Do you remember when everybody just went around saying that getting jiggy with it? No, no, no.
1: That is one thing I don't miss. I don't miss. That oh
0: movie. god! Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then you get that like really gross out scene where Marcy like cracks open the egg and it has like the stillborn chicken in it, and it's like, okay.
1: that's my favorite character, the the goth girl
0: that's like, oh, you got a stillborn, and she like uses her. Yeah,
1: she's so weird. <laughs>
0: She's like those girls from Drop Day Gorgeous, like yeah. girls check in and they don't check out.
1: Yeah, but then, you know, the the day goes by and they have to get Liz's homework. Of course, Courtney's late, so Miss Sherwood gives it to Fern who had just stopped in to uh talk about like the Botany Society meeting or something. <laughs> something Yeah, like that. yeah. And uh so she gives her the homework to take to Liz. And she says that Liz is the cat's meow. And this is when you start to think. Maybe Fern. A little lesbianic. Maybe. Possibly. There's some lesbian I could vibe. see it.
0: There is some mm-hmm. lesbian vibes. Um, I think she has a little cross Because she's cover. not. She's not super into the guys. Later in the movie. No. That she's supposed to be into. So it's like. Yeah. I could see it. And so.
1: Fern walks her way to Liz's house and Courtney and the gals have to get in her car and drive there as soon as possible so that they can prop Liz's corpse in her bed and make it look like she was raped and Fern gets there and sees the corpse and hears them talking about their plans to um, stage the fake rape and stuff and she flips out and they say okay well since you know this we're going to make a deal with you we're going to make you one of us if you'll shut your mouth
0: mm-hmm. and of course Julie says, one, like, one of us this
1: is wrong and I'm out and that's when Julie kind of checks out, and she's like, "I'm not going to be a part of these shenanigans." And then there's that weird, like Frankenstein mon- montage thing.
0: <laughs> I love it. So it's so very, weird and strange, it's so bizarre.
1: Yeah. I'm like, "What is happening?" We're also, asleep. I like
0: when they were when they were rearranging um, Liz's body, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Marcy's like, "That is no 105 yeah. pounds." Funny. i love it
1: <laughs> I, love I love it, it. But... and they've got a uh, yeah like that, that, that montage is good is times roll pl, playing in the yeah. background it's fun and yeah so they make her over into one mm-hmm. of them they dress her in a bunch of pink i love everything love a makeover scene love i do it. too i i find them addictive and fun and so now she is one, one of them and she she can only walk in slow in slow mo now because that's just mm-hmm. part of the deal and everyone's like, "Who's the new girl? Who is she?" But things don't last uh for long because there is a detective, Detective Vera Cruz, on the scene, mm-hmm. played by the one and only Pam Greer. Pam, come, Foxy on. Brown, so and, uh, Jackie
0: Brown, and coffee.
1: Yeah. I love, I love her. Oh, yeah, she's so great. She's so great in this, and she wants to know what happened to liz because her parents came home played by william cat and pj souls from carrie perfect casting come on amazing Mm -hmm. um they both have like one line each which is kind of depressing because they deserve more but yeah uh, yeah whatever and they have discovered her so now there is an active investigation and the police Mm -hmm. come to everyone's house and that's the scene where courtney is um playing with her jock Boyfriendish. kind
0: of person. oh the best scene in the movie because
1: <laughs> she wants a little kink in her night and
0: so she gets up because it's a and... it's a big stick <laughs> when you suck on my big stick
1: and so she's like i want to please you but i've for- forgotten how so why don't you show me how and so she gets him <laughs> to like blow the of the, the
0: popsicle <laughs> and it's fun. it's fun yeah this Good is this guys. is kind of how you know a gay man directed this um, but yeah. yeah it's a it's a um you know male objectification i'm here for it after you know, i think yeah. it's time for equal, equality and equality this now is the only
1: way it's gonna happen is if men are objectified yeah. the same way Women have been forever because then, you know what? It's a win-win because if enough men are objectified and a, and there's an even playing field, you can objectify women again, too. And we can all be objectified. Let's objectify everybody.
0: <laughs> so it's a free-for-all. I object-, I object myself at least five times a day. I Me mean, do. objectify myself. It's-
1: <laughs> we all just want to be objectified uh, just a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but we can't until there's an even playing field. So there you go. Yes. That's Quality my political now political activism coming.
0: <laughs> we are getting so political in this episode, oh, Who
1: knew? Who also knew I, I
0: hope that nobody's taking anything we say seriously in this oh, episode we don't. because we, we don't, we don't cuz nothing I say so is serious. <laughs> We're just goofball. <laughs> yeah. We can't
1: help it. Yeah. Um and so um, you, then you know the the doorbell rings and it's the police and then it cuts to uh <laughs> Foxy at home with her father, her single f- father, <laughs> okay, like played by Jeff they need-
0: Conway from Greece, which is yeah. great. They needed like a scene to like have her have some character development, <laughs> but it's oh, so it's silly. And it, it's a great scene though. I love it. It's, I think <laughs> uh, it's
1: actually one of my favorite scenes in the film. I'm just going to say it. I it makes. Me I wish there was more. Because yeah. he's so funny in this. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I was watching Oprah yesterday and the topic was is my child a follower and i had to say yes oprah my child is a follower
0: <laughs> remember when we went to that <laughs> tiffany concert when you were younger <laughs> I think <I'm> alone. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny it's my favorite scene in the movie i think i'm just gonna say
1: it it really is and the police come to them too and then we have that weird scene with julie like staring into the pool and she sees like liz like swimming in the pool and there's that cool song and there's like
0: yeah that's very like lesbian moment there yeah
1: Yeah. like a wild things outtake i like it a lot and then i guess her mom shows up and cries i guess because the police came i don't know um and so now they know that someone's on to them and that person is detective vera cruz and they're all brought in for questioning and uh, she uses props. She has her props. I li- I like that. She has her jawbreaker mm-hmm. <laughs> prop that she slams yeah, on yeah. the table. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when Courtney decides to say that you know Liz was into some secret stuff that no one else knew about. She she liked to go to some sketchy clubs and pick up dangerous men, and that plants the seed for what she actually did, which was take a guy back to Liz's house and have sex with him and plant his DNA on the bed so that he would get charged with killing Liz. And that man played by Marilyn. Marilyn, Marilyn, Marilyn. Because <laughs> why not? Uh, I think he was because, dating. I guess, Rose at the time. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. He was dating Rose at the time. Yeah. They were probably like, "Hey, if you're going to come on set and visit your
0: girlfriend, might as well pl- play a part." And he's like, "Sure." I mean, you have to hand it to Courtney for like the the um just ingenuity of this, right? I mean, she commits plan. to this bit. She commits to the bit, and I it's appreciate a it. Very good plan, I have to say. Yeah. And the thing is that she would have probably gotten away with it too if you know the finale didn't turn out the way that it did. But
1: you know, um,
0: and, okay. One thing I did realize on this watch though is they don't wear gloves when they first pick up liz and put her in the trunk so their fingerprints would be all over her <laughs> later true. they do that but i'll let it slide i will let it slide but it's true because yeah,
1: i mean maybe they could have just said like oh well i mean yeah we were with her the night before or something i i, I don't yeah. know we were they wrestling
0: were... we were pillow yeah.
1: fighting <laughs> you know us girls we love pillow fights <laughs> that's all we do We have pillow fight know, yeah. underwear. um yeah and yeah so this this plan uh it seems to be going well but julie's feeling kind of down because you know her best friend is dead and she was kind of mm-hmm. to, to blame in some way and so she starts to kind of go out with this random drama kid zach zach yeah. who is you know straight for some reason you know because yeah. Whatever. He's in um, drama, so we can't yeah. guarantee hetero status, as they yeah. say. So at least they acknowledge it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. this is ridiculous that there's a straight guy in yeah. theater, but okay. And so they start to date, and she eventually spills that, you know, she was involved and they have to find some way to bring Courtney down. And Fern has now changed her name to
0: Violet. Violet, yes, yes. And you know, I I the scenes with Julie and Zach they kind of drag they drag. They drag. They yeah. drag. And that's unfortunate because I do like her development, but it they just, yeah, they kind of just pop in these scenes and then they yeah. kind of cut the, the flow a little bit, but it's whatever. Because I mean, those scenes aren't really funny. Like, I
1: feel like if maybe there was a little more humor in those scenes, they would flow better.
0: That's true. But yeah, like, they almost feel like a different movie for a second. Yeah, really, yeah.
1: It's like a big tonal shift every time they show back yeah. up. So like, they're kind of like the buzz yeah. kills of the movie in, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we do need them for the film to work but it's, it's still like uh-huh. yeah it's kind of like the broccoli that you ha- have to eat if you want to eat your fried and yep. you know it's, it's kind of you know, mm-hmm. as they say in sleepwalkers, <laughs> sleepwalkers. <laughs> no <laughs> vegetables no dessert and yeah so now fern kind of gets on their bad side because you know she's starting to usurp courtney and her popularity and courtney is not thrilled
0: okay. she is not thrilled which this this happens in pretty much all of these movies, right? Mm-hmm. The new he girl is not happy. Um, yeah, becomes a threat to the the queen bee, and then she kind of becomes the queen bee. She um, does, and Courtney decides to let everybody know just who Violet
1: really is, and it's Fern Mayo. So she attaches a bunch of posters of of her true identity all over the school, and she's humiliated, and everybody laughs at her, which is kind of unrealistic, but I don't know. Um, like it, it's like yeah. a full on like nervous break- breakdown when she's outed as being Fern. <laughs> like it's a little much,
0: but it's in- it's, it's a lot she faints twice like because she faints once and hits her head and then she faints again and julie finds her uh, it's like i think she needs to check her oxygen oh and just in the side like i like the scene where the the drama department is like talking about violet and oh, yeah. there's that one like obviously gay character there and it's, it's like i heard she toured with madonna supposedly she's a model totally bi-coastal or just playing by. <laughs> <It's> like, cool. <laughs> <They're> like, cool. <laughs> <They're> cool.
1: <laughs> and yeah, so uh Fern is now, you know, humiliated. So she turns back mm-hmm. to Julie and Zach and they hatch a plan to ruin Courtney. And they're like, what can we do? Yeah. And then they discovered that there was a birthday card at Liz's house that records a greeting and it accidentally recorded Courtney saying, i killed liz i killed the teen dream deal with it so they can use this now yeah. and it yeah. all culminates on prom night when courtney is night. Horse, the prom queen
0: and they let it rip yeah it, oh boy do they it's so great. and i like the, the the scene a little bit earlier where like um uh courtney confronts violet in the bathroom and just like slams <laughs> her into the mirror oh, and violet, it, yeah. I think that's kind of the last straw for Violet, where she's like, this girl is fucking nuts. I cannot with this anymore. I'm done. And like when Julie Julie is talking to Zach, and she's explaining, like, the whole situation. And she's like, you know how girls sometimes kidnap their girlfriends on their birthdays? It's like it's totally normal. (laughs) And he's like, uh, 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 um, uh. (laughs) No, I don't, Julie. Why don't you, you tell me about it? It's, it's. It's not. There, there's some good little one-liners in this that we're not getting to no, all of them, but um, no, it's possible. There's so many. They're not as like fast as like, uh, um, drop dead gorgeous, where it's just like one line after another. But they're, they're when they do come in this, they're good. Like the the one about um, terms of endearment. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like terms of endearment part three. Only this time the boyfriend's gay. Yeah, and the rest <laughs> of the cast sucks. It's like good one, Marcy. Good
1: one. <laughs> She's such a nerd. <laughs>
0: She tries so hard. She's the, um, the Karen from uh, Mean Girls, right? And uh, What's Is that, that her name? One? Yeah. I think yeah. yeah, but like you said, everything culminates on prom night, like every good teen movie, or at I, least I, most I, of them. I do think every teen
1: film should end on a prom prom night.
0: Uh, the The prom is bumping. Courtney's having fun. Um, Julie and Violet slash Fern arrive, and they look amazing. Like, Fern oh, wow. actually looks like a human being and not like a done-up poodle anymore. That's great. And then Carol Kane walks up, and she looks amazing as well. I love that she's, like, dressed like someone's, like, fairy godmother or something. Uh, you know? like, she's like gorgeous in that purple dress. Yeah. yeah. She kind of is the fairy godmother, yeah, of oh, the movie. Yeah. yeah, and the so the prom king is, of course, Mr. Dane Sanders, mister i like to I-luck-to-suck-on-popsicle Sanders. Who, like, if we're being honest, looks like he's pushing about, like, 35. Like, he doesn't look oh, like a yeah. <laughs> at all. He's like a fucking male model. Yeah, yeah. it's in the
1: time honored yeah. tradition of teens not playing teens in teen films. He definitely is one of the most egregious uh casting choices, but he's good to look at,
0: so yeah, but then you know, you get the, the prom queen and in the drum, drum roll, and uh of course it's Courtney, of course. Of course, no. you know. But there's the twist, right? Do you wanna mm-hmm. tell tell yeah. us what happens? Well, they they don't have pig's
1: blood, but they do have the recording, and they play it over the speakers, and everybody can hear that she killed Liz. She killed the teen dream, and you just need to deal mm-hmm. with it. And, mm-hmm. oh, man, they turn against her. They throw things at her. She is shamed. Her mascara runs. Her hair falls down. And Julie has the audacity to take a picture of her. So sad.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love how... <clears throat> the entire like gymnasium and everyone like in the audience is like that bitch and everything just goes into like slow motion and they're throwing like crissages at her and and Bing Crosby playing for some reason and was gonna come true. <laughs> so great it's a great scene it uh, is but the the thing is it's, it you know courtney you know all of her makeup starts running and but it's really she's the one who's doing it because they're just throwing crissages at her and she's yeah. the one tearing apart her hair and her face and it's like yeah. uh, it, it's just funny that like she's the one who's actually tearing her whole outfit apart and everything. Like a
1: true sociopathic narcissist, she this cannot is handle being confronted with the truth and she breaks the fuck down and it's beautiful to watch. Yeah.
0: And she's like Mandy Moore and saved. She's like yeah. this is not how I pictured my prom. <laughs>
1: I just, and then she I, runs into Jesus. Yeah, like I want to see Donald Trump shamed in a similar way. It would be so beautiful. Yes. I just want to yes. see him pull out his hair and 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 cry and and have his fake tan just run
0: fake tan down yes suit. Yes.
1: Oh God, that that would be beautiful. That would be so beautiful. Oh. God, it's that's beautiful. the America that I want. Oh, if it if if 2020 ended like jawbreaker. I'd be like, America is in fact number one. <laughs> it is. We
0: are the best. So, like, lo- <laughs> on election day, Hillary Clinton gets up and she, on the on the loudspeaker and she's like, but I have a, something to show you all, all there Americans. <laughs> tape. <and it's, laughs> yes.
1: Uh, oh my god. Oh, if only. If, oh, only. Please. if only. But I do love Courtney's last little <laughs> the, the noise that she makes at the end when when Julie's like smile and she just goes uh? she does this weird like
0: cartoon like uh, like like a Tim from um, Home Improvement right? It's <laughs> uh? like, uh, this weird. That's yeah. so weird. She's like Julie. <laughs> she goes, uh? <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is so weird. I love it. It's so good. It's a very satisfying climax i have to admit i you know it is
0: I, I wish they took a little bit of time after to let some things cool down but yeah. you know the movie just kind of ends and it's like
1: it's like this, this is high
0: school detective cruise does she get arrested or like i don't you know i don't know right or at least do a drop dead gorgeous does and like give us the whole like um this is what happens to the characters Aww. you can turn the world on with their smile yeah and
1: fern ends up taking over as principal i'd be into
0: that <sighs> That's that the fun. sequel. Oh my god!
1: Yeah. <gasps> I mean, why not?
0: I want a crossover with Drop Dead Gorgeous. Like oh that could be the god. sequel. <sighs> Court and Ghost and Mount Rose Jawbreaker, quality film. Good stuff. Quality. I will. I really like it. You know, I think it's it's derivative, but. Um, he's never, he's never denied that fact. You know, he's always been like, yeah, I, I liked Heather's a lot. So I decided to make a movie like Heather's and
1: yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, you know, there are parts that are very similar, but he does kind of do it, his own thing with it, which I think is the trick because I was once told in screenwriting class that you can't Mm -hmm. borrow people's ideas. You have to steal, steal them. And what that means is that you don't just, you know, take what they have what you have have to do is own them you have to have ownership and make them your own and that's what yep. he he does here he you know he still has like some similar dynamics at play you know like fern is very much like betty from heathers and J- julie's the Ver- veronica and they have that friendship which is kind of similar and she kind of turns to her when the heathers and the courtneys have abandoned her but like it's not the exact same thing so it's yeah. like he does do his his own thing with it so i have to respect him for that He's I agree. playing in the same sandbox but he's brought some slightly
0: different toys to play with yeah you know what i mean totally and like stylistically it has a very different vibe to it than heathers um heathers was a little more just kind of deadpan which this this yeah. does have but yeah it's uh this is almost more bitchy you know it's more um it's more garish i would
1: say like it's a much yeah. brighter kind of more colorful film than heather's heather's is like very pastel-y and and kind of almost kind of cold in a way
0: oh for sure yeah yeah and this has sort of a, a punk rock like sensibility to it with the 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 soundtrack and everything too and Yeah, like you said, there's some shared DNA, but it's not the exact same. Just like Mean Girls, you know, takes a lot from uh, these films, but it's not the exact same. So it just, you know, everyone's kind of putting their own spin on this formula that does work. You know, people seem to enjoy it. So, yeah. And um, yeah, I think this movie, you know, could always use more love. I think it has developed more of a cult following over the years. It's on Blu-ray, unlike Drop Dead Gorgeous. So there's that.
1: Shameful. Shameful.
0: Um, I know. And Darren Stein seems like a pretty good guy. Uh he's he's really active within the horror community and he's at you know, he's been at conventions and um uh uh I think he's been involved with that Dracula show as well. Um so yeah, he uh is definitely an ally and it's nice to see again the horror community starting to embrace like films like this and it's nice i loved that it was coming on shutter that was what you know made us decide to want to do this because i was like oh that's cool because shutter if Shudder's embracing it then we can yeah. you know <laughs> we can talk about it if they're going to put it on a horror platform like mm-hmm. so go check it out if you haven't seen it or go rewatch it because mm-hmm. it is it's a rewatchable one it's nice and uh, mm-hmm. the cast is phenomenal like even when the script is not amazing at times they sell every single line and it's great mm-hmm a great cast the soundtrack's great it's Sounders very great
1: it's beautiful beautifully shot it's very bright and candy colored and it's just it's just an all-around treat
0: it is it is uh a jaw-popping treat it's a uh, it's <laughs> delicious yes <laughs> um but yeah uh, i guess that wraps this one up and like i said i don't know when the next one will be but you'll just have to wait and find out um but, you know, right. in the meantime, you got to you gotta follow us um, yes. on Instagram at homos on Haunted Hill and on Facebook and Twitter on H-O-H-H Podcast. We normally cover, uh, you know, horror films, but sometimes we branch off and do some dark comedies like this or, you know, whatever we feel like it. So come along for the ride because we're having a good time. We are. We're building a cult, right? Don't tell anyone. Shh. We are. <laughs> Our leader is Isaac from
1: Children of the Corn. And... Um, <laughs> He's going to help us recruit because he's really good at it. I'm very surprised. His net working skills are off the
0: chain. I mean, yeah, he has a great, great track record and, uh, he gets some shit done. (laughs) He gets you done. Um, but yeah, uh, so we will see you soon for our next regular episode. And, um, you know, like Jerry Springer says, I hope you all learned something from this episode and this film. And uh, be kind to each other, right? Yeah, be kind. Be kind. Be kind. Rewind. Uh, learn, from, re- <laughs> rewind. learn from Courtney's mistake, right? Yeah. Yes. Be nice. Yes.
1: Be nice to everybody.
0: Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye.